what has it been like a month it's yeah yeah it's been about a month it's been about a month yeah i'm gonna get straight to this las vegas i was there last wednesday through saturday okay all right and vegas was good it was fun yeah uh, we went down to the strip a couple of times here's my vegas story that's gonna blow your mind saturday Here's the here's the best part. Mm-hmm. Like you know that I've been to Vegas probably I'm just going to go on the order of 50 times and this is going to be the one that blows my mind. Hey, you're going to love this story. Okay. All right. So flight is at 8:50. Yeah. Get up at 5:30, 5:45, whatever it is. I get up, shower, ready to go. Dave gets up, you know. Yeah, he's ready to go. Okay, we right. get the we get the Uber. Um, he's got everybody else in our group has got TSA pre-check. I'm I wait. You know, please I, tell me you haven't gotten TSA. I have not. No, no. Come on, man. Twenty twenty three. Well, and if I have to travel more, like I think I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm I might upgrade myself. But actually, here. get clear. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, um. So. It's like 50 minutes that I'm in that line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And McCarran. Like, yeah. yeah, The last shitty airport in America. And they've done some new new things since I was there last year. You you step up to this mat. You walk past these dogs that are sniffing you and Mm -hmm. all this kind of fun stuff. Anyway, do that whole deal. Get to the the terminal. uh, Get to the gate, rather. And sitting there for a little bit. You know, we're flying back to Kansas City. It's nonstop flight. Yeah. And I look up, and I look over at Dave. He said, I'm sitting next to him. I said, oh, Nick Collison's on our flight. Wow. Okay, Nick Collison. All yeah. right, so... Um, Got the jersey in the basement. So uh, I see that he's boarding. Uh, so I've got, you know, I had uh, B, like 56, whatever. You know, we've got B, late 50s. Yeah. He was early A. He's he's on the He's on the plane. So we are. Aboard. Nick Collison, by the way, is flying a Southwest flight, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. So we get uh, we get to boarding and we get to the uh, what is that the emergency exit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. deal, and Dave looks over at me and he goes, "Sarge, this is your chance. You can sit in that middle seat next to Nick Collison." And I go, Man, "Come on." He goes, "No, dude, go sit over there. I'll sit over here. You sit over there." So I go, okay, excuse me, that seat's, you know, empty. So I sit down. He's got his AirPods in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About an hour into the flight, he pulls out, you know, I'm kind of, and I'm taking a little bit of a nap. You know, I've been in Vegas for three days. You know? Right. Right. So about halfway through the uh, flight, mm-hmm. I see he's got his laptop out and uh, he's got no AirPods in. And so I kind of, you know, I'm kind of come to and i just look over it and i just say hey man i texted my buddies that uh uh my fraternity brothers uh that you were on our flight we were all at school at the same time you were and he kind of looks over at me and he goes oh yeah and i go yeah and i'm gonna text him after i get off this flight that i sat next to you but i need to know why you're watching a replay of the santa clara pepperdine game and he keeps rewinding back and forth. Well, so he's a scout now for Oklahoma City. Yes, because he would be. Yes, of that course. was the last time that I. Yeah. The last time that I talked to him was at the hotel in Sacramento because he, at the time, was playing for Thunder. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. talked to him for a minute. And uh, yeah, when I, when I said, uh, you know, I was uh, at school the same time, you know, we were all at school at the same time together. And I obviously, because he, he was same major as me. So we had a lot of the same courses. Yeah. And it was funny because he said, I never know what people are going to, you know, people come up to me and say something. And he said, I, you know, I've had like literally grown ass men with full on beards come up to me and say, Hey, when I was four, you lifted me up on your shoulders at KU basketball camp. And yes. it's, he says, it's so weird. Yeah. I, we just kind of laughed about that. It was pretty funny, but yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and that's uh, awesome. Yeah. It was highlighting my trip. So Heck I yeah. to sit there next to Nick Collison and, uh, he lives. Uh, like, do you in remember? Kansas like, City. I remember senior night. No, I didn't. We, we talked about. Uh, we were talking about the game because that was the the day. He damn there. near had a triple double that night. Yeah. No. Because no. um, uh, <clears throat> in '03, was I, it 20 points and 22 boards? I think he had. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean. Anyway, sorry. He had some. Uh, yeah, some serious games. Obviously. Yeah. Um, we, we were talking about. Uh, KU's this year's team, you know, being out west as the one seed because when in 03 they were out west as the two seed, and I had thought they were the one seed. Right. Um, but no, he was. He, he we were talking about 02 and 03, and um, yeah, it was just the year we got robbed. Yeah, and then and then he says that was 20 years ago, and I said, yeah. you don't need to remind me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Is, you know, okay, I was just having this discussion with somebody. Do you know how badly it sucks to have to say? It was 20 years ago to all oh, of yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To a time that we yeah. were grown men. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was, uh, he, you know, just a very down to earth, you know, a, a That's guy. Cool. Like, hey, yeah, it was very, it was very yeah. cool. So uh, um, I told him, I always carry business cards with me. Please tell me that you gave Nick Collis in your business card. And I said, uh, if I, you ever need a coffin. Well, no, that's not, you know, because that's not what you say. I said, here's, I hope you did. here's my business card. You obviously see what I do. I hope you never have to call me. But if you ever do. Yes. There you go. Yes. So he has my business card. And I did get to sit next to him on the flight home. And uh, Did you at least plug the podcast? No, that never came up. I'm sorry, dude. It didn't come up. We talked about Kirk for a minute. The other jersey I have shadow box see, downstairs. See, yeah. exactly. Anyway, this is episode 22 of Colts and Cocktails. Yeah, it is. All right, let's rock. All right, and we're back. This is, again, episode 22, Colts and Cocktails, Matt Sargent, Nick Barkman. Nick, what is this cocktail we're going to try right now? This is a blood orange martini. Uh, This is literally the juice of... I don't know how many blood oranges I just juiced for this thing. Um, blood orange, uh, Cointreau, simple syrup, a little bit of simple syrup, a little bit of lime juice. It calls for more of both of those things than I am willing to give it. Uh, and obviously vodka. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It looks like the blood from an orc. It is, yes. Looks like the, uh, it, well, it looks like the, uh, it, yeah, looks like the uh, the blood that they would drink in like an 80s movie where they weren't even trying that hard. You know what I mean? It looks like yeah. that uh, Nick Cage movie. Mm. Good segue. 
It's oh, pretty de- good. No, it's delicious. Yeah. I could have I could have multiples. That is pretty good actually. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Strong to quite strong. Excellent, excellent recipe. Well, I, I yeah, I put a little bit more vodka in this than it called for only because the last cocktail that we had uh, while we were doing the opening was a French martini, and those are just a little bit too sweet. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yes, they're grow sweet. Piso mojado. I, that's not even French. No, it's not. It's, no, it's, uh, not. it's, it's Spanish. Um, give me a quick update on ChatGPT. Okay. Artificial so intelligence. ChatGPT 4 came out a couple days ago, and a few places have actually uh, implemented this. One, obviously, Microsoft has invested a lot into ChatGPT. Um, and, and specifically chat GPT four, because they are, I think, trying to make a run at Google, right? Okay. In terms of search. Uh, so predictive search. So for years, Google has kind of courted the market on predictive, uh, predictive search. Like when you start typing something, they will predict what you're going to. Yes. What Microsoft is trying to do is predict the entire like three steps further than what Google is trying to look for. They're trying to fight, figure out you're searching for something, but I, we want to know how specific it's going to be, okay. right? Based on your uh, chat history, but also like other places have really embraced Chat GPT for Shopify is one of them, which should be something that a lot of people really embrace uh, because what it's going to do is get you a better user experience um, overall in uh, Shopify sites. Shopify sites, if you know, are uh, e-com sites that uh, a ton of people use. Big commerce is kind of going out. Shopify is the uh, the, the big one. <clears throat> so ChatGPT4 integrating within Shopify is going to narrow your focus uh, a lot more than it, it previously might have been. If you said, I want a red dress, it's going to say, I want a red dress in this size, in this particular style that I want. I want a summer dress that's red. You probably don't want a summer dress that's red. I don't know that much about women's clothing, but anyway, the whole point is it's it's basically narrowing everybody's searches down to what it is that, based on their search history and based on their likes, wants, and online behavior, is most germane to what they want. This has been the Marketing Minute with Nick Barkman. You can reach Nick at Seismic Digital. You can also find him on LinkedIn. The Marketing Minute, sponsored by SargentQ.com and Colson Cocktails. Nick, that was incredibly educational. Okay. I know you're being a dick. (laughs) And my friend and I were talking about this earlier, how uh, it would be hilarious. He's got a, a site where his... Uh, mascot is a uh, buffalo and he said it would be great if uh, his buffalo could make uh, 
bellows every week uh, as like a little update uh, about uh, different things in marketing. And I thought one of the best things that he could have said was, hang on. We just, all we did was change the AI uh, segment to uh, the marketing minute with Nick. Yeah. CTR is a shit metric. That's one of the best <laughs> things ever, right? Oh, no. This, this, is, uh, this is a very informative. Someday when, uh, when my company upgrades their website, we're going to integrate uh, this chat GBT. It's probably not going to be until version 8. Well, no. Here, actually, here's how you would incorporate chat GPT. You have how many SKUs? Well, let's just keep to with uh, the big boxes. Let's just say 250. Okay. So here's the deal. ChatGPT will write the descriptions that will... You don't really need a whole lot of organic search because there's not a whole lot of people that are going to organically search coffins but uh, or caskets. Uh, but it will write the descriptions for you and it will be very accurate. Yes. And so it will save you the cost of having to actually have a copywriter. Sorry, copywriters. Um, but nobody really wants to write skew. No. I mean, copy. Can't. So, yes, this will actually do the descriptions uh, in probably a, a good way. Do you think that they can tell the difference between crepe and velvet? They will 100... Actually, they can tell the difference. ChatGPT4 can tell the difference between those two things because what it's going to do is it's going to read your current site and it's going to read your current marketing materials that you have posted online and be able to discern the difference between those two things. Artificial intelligence is just... It's blowing my mind. Do you know what's really, really sad about the entire thing? Is to get it to do that. They have to actually trick the AI to think that it's a human. Yeah, no, actually, that is a, that is an actual real thing uh, that is required in order to make AI uh, perform to the level that it needs to, is to basically trick it into thinking that it's a human. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. We should all probably be a little bit scared of that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, more than a little bit, mm -hmm. I would say. A little bit heavy for the uh, the horse racing uh, podcast, isn't it? Well, you asked. Hey, it's one of the recurring segments. Okay. It is. Let's go with another. Um, let's segue right into another segment. Mm -hmm. Nick's picks. Yeah. We're going to live bet one of your picks right now. Oh. Yeah, because we're in the state of Kansas. So. By the way, uh, how did my last picks go? Uh, how did Shadow Dragon do in the last race? That was like a month ago. You can't yeah, I, expect yeah. me to remember that. I'm just saying, like, you're the one who pulls up all of this shit. All right, let's do this real quick. Womp womp. Mm-hmm. Hey. You literally have your laptop open and you're pulling this up on your phone. Oh, yeah, because this is where I place all the bets. Got it. All right, we got to go live now. Okay. NCA men's. Okay. Oh, um, oh, Nick's picks on NCA men's tournament. Okay. All right. UCLA is up five. 
um, in the okay. Now let's do this one. Tennessee is up five at halftime on Florida Atlantic. The line, the live line, is six and a half. I'm going to give it to Tennessee. We're going with Tennessee. One yeah. unit, one unit or two. What? One unit or two. I don't even know what the hell that means. Well, it's how confident are you? One unit or two? Oh, I'm okay. Whatever, which one of those things is the most confident? Two units. There you go. There you go, my friend. Boom. Yeah. Live bet placed. I mean, Tennessee. Tennessee has been playing. Tennessee has been playing extremely well, uh, and they're playing a directional team from Florida. I'm gonna give it to Tennessee on that. Plus, it's your boy Rick Barnes. Honestly, did you notice how old Rick Barnes? Like Rick Barnes never looked young, but he looks a lot older now. Well, we all do. I I am one hundred percent sure of that. Can Last, I remind you that it was twenty years ago? Did I <laughs> did I show you the picture that my friend Cassie sent me oh, of no. me of me at, on St. Patrick's Day in two thousand? I'm gonna go five, oh, no. wearing the exact same thing that I was wearing on St. Patrick's Day last Friday. No, and stop. I, and, yep, and I took a selfie of that, and I'm like, that's yeah, that's a very much before and after. Were you at the uh, place downtown? Uh, I when I had that picture taken, I am fairly certain that I was at the cashew. I think I was there with you. Yeah, yeah. Was it like was a parade yes. there? Now I did the 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 fingerless glove that I have been wearing uh, for, and Sarge, I'm not joking you, 23 years. I got in 2000 at Drafters, which was a, is a bar that has not existed for two decades uh, because I bought a bucket of Rolling Rocks. I'm sorry, did you say a bucket of Rolling Rocks? Yeah, I bought a bucket of Rolling Rocks. It's 2000, man. Like, I was 21 years old. What do you want? 2000. Exactly. Trying to get these races to We were supposed to have flying cars, and I had a bucket of rolling rocks. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Guess what? Okay. You're going to remember this horse. Now we're going to go straight. I mean, we're just... I'm taking... That that wasn't even a segue. We're just going straight into the pick. I'm just like UPS. I'm taking straight right turns. Yeah. Okay, all day. Fantastic. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. This is um, a callback to an earlier episode when we were talking about Steely Dan. Do you remember the horse that is I Is there rep- an episode that we have not talked about Steely Dan? Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay, or I'm sorry, Turfway Park or Race 12 on Saturday. Yeah. Coming out of the... Uh, Dirty work? No, Major Dude. There we go. And guess who's in the mount? I read. Of course. Yeah, it is. Todd Pletcher. I mean, just, we don't. I mean, Bang. Has he hit a guy recently? Has Irad hit somebody no, like, no, recently? No, he's not hit a guy. Oh, so somebody calmed him down. Did he get a fiance? Is that what's going on? Did he have a kid? No, no, no. Okay. We're not going to talk bad about Irad today. I will tell you another, but a horse I like underneath. Okay. Just because I like the jock is uh, the six, Baby Billy. Baby Billy, who's on? Floron? 
Joe Talamo. Joe. Skinny, skinny Joe Talamo. Skinny Joe. I mean, come yeah. on. All right. Oh, no. Here you. Here's your boy, uh, Loveberry. Jareth Loveberry. Guess who he's riding? The two fills. Two fills. Okay. Two fills is my horse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take two fills in this one with Jareth Loveberry or without. What do you think about Wadsworth at eight to one for Brad Cox Barn? Wadsworth? Yeah. Wadsworth. That, that's pretentious. That's pretentious, and I don't like it. Let me let me throw out a couple other. Let me just throw out the rest of the names okay. here, and we'll just see. You know, hey, if you want to fill no, out your and trifecta, that was, and that was a thing. Like they were trying to sound smart to their friends by naming it Wadsworth. Yes. That was yeah. <laughs> Scooby Quando, dude, I'm here for that shit. Like that is actually, I like that they went that way. You put it. Scooby Quando in the uh, exact box. Yeah. Event detail. Okay. All right. Yeah. Middling. Fantastic again. What? Womp womp. Maker's candy. Okay. Okay. Bluebirds over. Okay. Maker's candy sounds like one of those horses that would win just out of nowhere. Well, it's got Umberto Rispoli in the mount, and it's a Mike Maker horse. up. Umberto Rispoli? You just brought that out without even, like, presenting it? All right. Okay. Uh, by, Maker's, the way, hey, by the way, yeah. Maker's Candy, that's my dark horse. Yeah. Get it? Mm. Okay, by the way, you you literally blow into a conch shell before you <laughs> announce the name of that dude. Okay, uh, next, what did I do? Congruent? Umberto Rispoli. Umberto Rispoli. Shut up. He's badass. I'm sure. Did I just say Bluebird's over? Congruent? Es- escapologist. Okay. Out, of the, out of the Kenny McPeat barn. Long shot, 30 to 1 on the morning line. Don't I'm count him out it. in the super. I'm Maybe the super it. high five. Hmm. Um, we did the two fills. Wadsworth, point proven. Oh, Johnny V. Johnny V. How much there is to see? Just yeah. look in my eyes. Point proven. And listen to me. Well, we're going to go with Major Dude because, I mean, that's our horse right there. But um, Skinny Joe is their backup pick. Uh, Fairgrounds, 12. Ooh, Fairgrounds has a nice card this Saturday. Um, so let's go. With, oh, this is a this is nice. We're gonna, these are some good names right here. Are you ready? All right. Shoppers Revenge. Wow. Instant coffee. Okay, Shoppers Revenge was like a really shitty uh, Atari game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Instant coffee. Okay. Curly Jack. Wow. Okay, I'm on with Curly Jack so far. Sun Thunder. Damn. Disarm. Obviously a... Obviously a Smashing Pumpkins fan. Yeah. Yeah. Kings Barnes. Oh, Flavian Pratt. Oh, okay. Stop saying Flavian. You know it's Flavian. <laughs> you know it's Flavian Pratt, and you know he's the lead singer of Junk. <laughs> Cagliostro. What? Yeah, Cagliostro. Nope, out. Single ruler. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tappet's Conquest. Tappet's Conquest, also a, an Atari game that had like way better cover art uh, on the cartridge than the game play. It was like exacted. it was like uh, the off-brand Golden Axe. Yeah, it was like Yar's Revenge, but yes. it was just yeah, it was uh, crappier gameplay. <laughs> Dennington. Dennington. Yeah, not to be confused with Bennington's. Dennington is the name of a 
country music band from 1991. And uh, they broke apart and half of them went and uh, formed Alabama. That is um, Jace's Road. Okay, okay. Jace and the Wheeled Warriors was a great cartoon uh, from the 1980s. So Jace's Road makes sense. Okay, um, that's Florent Giroux. Okay, I'm kind of on board. And then uh, Baseline Beater. Dude, I'm on with Florent Giroux. Jace, what, what was it? Jace's Road. Jace's Road. I'm on with Jace's Road and Florent Giroux. And then I'm going to go back up pick Tappet's Conquest. Okay. Tappet's Conquest. Tappet's Conquest is the name of the game that the guy in Last Starfighter was playing. Yes. Uh, before he got recruited. And then uh, it was in that book, Ready Player One. Ready Player <laughs> One. Or uh, the absolutely terrible other books that that uh, author wrote. Yes. Okay. So the last race we're going to go over um, is Santa Anita 8. And it's only got five horses. Okay. Of course. So um, Violent Runner. Yeah. Typical. Half past 12. Mm. Also typical. Yeah. Dance to the music. These are these are names that came out of a novel. These are West Coast. Um, yes, literary, oh. um, you know, uh, names. Right. From, like, you know, romance novels that you buy to Ralph's. Yes, exactly. I mean, Elm Drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I saw him on Elm Drive. Exactly. Yes. These are... These the are... Wink on Elm Drive. And see, I just named the first three titles in that series. These are these are guys who were Quentin Tarantino before he was him. It was Quint Tarantino. Exactly. Uh, here's here's the one that, that I'm going to go with. Stella Noir. Okay. Look, on board. Because of, I'm on board. Because uh, of the Stella Rosa mm-hmm. that my wife likes to drink. Oh. So. I'm on for Stella Noir. Like, that, that sounds good. That sounds like actually a genre. And then I'm going to go with the backup as uh, half past 12. Okay. I mean, it's, it's weak. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, you're not, you're not going to pick Elm Drive. I mean, do I need to go to the fourth book? You know? I'm just saying. Yeah. The kidnapping on Elm Drive. I started a book recently that I feel like all of the names of these horses came out of. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a John Le Carre book. Oh. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy guy oh i've read the first couple pages of that one yeah i know well did you fall asleep because i have never my brother and i famously talk to each other uh frequently about the fact that we have tried to watch that movie a million times and oh oh, yeah we have never made it through it now i will say john le carre the author of that book is widely considered the best spy novelist ever and that book itself is considered the best spy novel ever written. Yeah. I will in Dylan Blue in the Face say Mick Heron is a much better read. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Um let's do a bonus. Let's do a bonus. Uh you just literally just blew off everything that I fucking said and we're uh gonna do whatever it is that you're talking about right now. No, I said I agree with you. No, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You're you're like, oh, okay, yeah, great. Uh, do your little diatribe, and now I'm, we're getting back to. Do you want to know the last book that I read? If we want to get back to books, you want to know the last one that I read? It was a comic the, book. The Butter Battle book. No, it was uh, Batman Year One. I went back and reread that again. Wow. Yeah. Why not? No, you did that like recently. 
Yeah, like this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. On, on the Kindle app. You know what? Here's the thing. I can't read on Kindle. I can't read on Kindle. I can't read. I can't. I don't do audiobooks at all. I yeah, have to you have. Put on, I know what you do. You sit over here with your old man slippers. I do. Right next to your lamp. Yes. With your old fashioned. Yes. Or I your, did. I did. I literally did that last or night. Or your brandy. Or, I did. You know, or, I had, or your I tawny made, port. I made two old fashions last night, and, and I and I read read a book until you fell until it fell a, in your a most your chest. I made a a most wanted man. <laughs> I start. I was reading that last night with two old fashions. It was I fantastic. Know exactly. I know. Hey, yeah. the listener knows exactly where you're coming from, my friend. With my ottoman that doesn't match my couch. Yeah. <laughs> we know exactly. Yeah. What Mr. Barkman is doing at night. Tell me. Okay, so tell me the next book that you're reading. Oh, Marley Bone Drop by Meg Heron. Okay. It's a novella. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next book that I read is... I, okay, so after I finish with Le Carre, um only because there are, two, there are two book series that are not coming out with uh, new editions until later this year. Um, one of them is the Slough House series by Mick Heron. The other one is the Murderbot series. Um, so uh, those two are not coming out until later this year. I will be probably trying to get to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. So are you going to, when those books come out, are you the type of guy that goes and buys the book and stays up all night reading it? No. Okay. No, I'm 100% going to be waiting until uh, it comes out at the local library i like i don't i'm not a fanboy like i really don't like go see things on opening night and i don't really care about a lot of that i have like 17 books i'm in the middle of reading i'm almost done with that bruce springsteen biography autobiography you read the bruce springsteen autobiography that's literally every album that he's had is the autobiography. exactly that's basically what he's talking nebraska is his autobiography yeah yeah I know. I don't know. I, but that, I'm almost done with that one. Okay. And then um, I'm trying to think of There's a couple other books that I've got um, open. Wait, is it its autobiography or like did Joyce Carol Oates write a biography for Bruce Springsteen? No, it's... Um, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. I think something's wrong with your fridge. Yeah, Born to Run, that book. Came out like 10 years ago. I'm almost done with it. Of course it did. Yeah. Born to Run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got him, you know, screen door. Is it as good as Crazy from the Heat by David Lee Roth? Oh, there's no way it could be. I mean, come on. Um, I'm trying to think of the books that are right there. There's a a book by Ernest Hemingway. No. That I've read like 30 pages. Old Man in the Sea. No, not not that one. It's either... um, for Whom the Bell Tolls or The Sun Also Rises. I can't remember which one. Okay. Um, there's this um, book that um, is a lot like uh, True Detective Season 1. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Then um, The Goldfinch. That's that's on there by uh, Donna Tartt. Yeah. And then um, what's the other author that went to Bennington? Um, oh, Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, there's a book or two by him. American Psycho. Glitterati. 
Not that. Not Glitterati. I haven't read that one. Okay. Um, it's the other one. Um, Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction, which, by the way, made into one of my favorite movies. It's not well-liked by critics, but I still think it was wonderful and very true to the text. And what's the guy's name? It's the... James Vanderbeek. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I've got I've got some book I've got some books I just I I read them uh, randomly and uh, I don't stick with them yep. not not like you do uh, I do I look man I love finishing a book and I love a book that I'm really into I'm telling you that I'm kind of struggling with Lacary Yeah well I've got here I'll tell you the other um, just because this is funny. I mean, it's not funny, but I will tell you. I feel like right now I'm we're being as dry as Lacary. Yeah, I've got uh, the okay. What is that? Um, Netflix, um, Henry Cavill, The Witcher. Yeah, you're the, reading The Witcher. Oh yeah, the first book. Of course, that's a book series. Oh, big time! Yeah, oh. You thought it was a video game? No, it was a book first, dude. I just assumed it was a video game. Yes, and then it looks like a video game. It yeah, I mean because it is. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. Wait, so it's a book, a video game, and a show? Yeah, it's it checks out. Oh, all the boxes. so every yeah, I was gonna say so everything has to be J Lo now. It has to be everything at once. <laughs> Got it. Everything everything everywhere all at once, yes. Which by the way I did watch. That's one of the only Oscar movies I've watched in quite a while. I just watched it randomly. I'm gonna say I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, it was fun. It sounds interesting, but I it was no, a I fun movie it. to watch. And everybody that says Jamie Lee Curtis didn't deserve that, like, oh, I mean, piss off. Whatever. I was right? like, she played like three different people in that movie, and she did them all well. Right. Like, it was yeah, she did a really great performance. I'm not saying uh, that Angela Bassett didn't play a good job in. Uh, what kind of forever? That was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie to you though. I really remembered. Um, oh, I never get her name right. Uh, she was Chavik Bozeman's love interest in the first uh, Black Panther movie. I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember her. Right. Name. Yes. Who had a son? Anyway. I thought she should have been nominated over Angela Bassett, but okay. that was just me. I mean, I literally just had it on in the background. I didn't pay attention. I've got one of the uh, Game of Thrones. But, oh, um, the Raymond Chandler Mega Pack. Okay, so Raymond Chandler, I have literally read all, all of his stuff. books, and I really, really... You know what really, really makes me mad about this? Recently, they just had Marlowe, a series come out Starring Liam effing Neeson. You know what? You know what this is a good time for? Uh Uh-huh. This is a good time for a break. Yeah. Going right into the eye of the storm here. This cocktail is called the Eye of the Gypsy. Is that correct? Uh, Gypsy Eyes. Oh, Gypsy Eyes. Mm -hmm. I just kind of twisted it around. Gypsy Eyes. So this is uh, chartreuse, grapefruit, lime, Gin and Aperol. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
actually really good. It's supposed to be, okay, so you're just supposed to rinse the glass with chartreuse, but uh, I, we left it just a splash of chartreuse, uh, green chartreuse in each one of these. And I looked, um, I looked at I, what you put in there. Um, I like, you know when I they like say chartreuse. like a punch or a mm-hmm. pinch? Remember Donnie Brasco? Mm-hmm. You get a pinch of salt, a punch. You put a punch. I put chartreuse a, I, I did. And I, and I think it's because like I like chartreuse. I got to be a big fan of chartreuse from the last word. Yeah. Which is now literally one of my favorite cocktails. Um, I know. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Uh, so leaving a punch of chartreuse and this is, I think, a good thing. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I don't even remember where we left off. We were talking about books and uh, other things. I think we were going to touch on one bonus, a Friday horse race. Yeah. And we're going to pick a winner on this. Aqueduct race seven. Okay. Little Lindsay. L-I-N-Z-E-E. Mm. Dated, dated her sister. Yeah. Big mare. Um, uh, gray. Queen's Masterpiece. I like it. Because yeah. you like Casey Masterpiece, I know. No, I, it's, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> actually, their cheesy corn is the best. But uh, I like it because it's one of those, like, uh, what what was the name? Arabian Lion? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's one of those where I'm like, yeah, Queen's Masterpiece is like, that's an old school, that's a Gatsby kind of name. Yeah. Here's another reason to like Queen's Masterpiece. Jockey, Trevor McCarthy. Okay. Trainer. H. James Bond. What an... Wait, what? Yeah, his name's H. James Bond. He totally did that on purpose. Yeah. What do you mean he did it on purpose? He didn't do it. He didn't name himself. No, but his name was... His name whatever is probably... Yeah, exactly. His name is probably like... Harold Bond. No. Or whatever it is. Harry Bond. It's like Harrington. Horace. Uh, Horace, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Horse. It's Horace Bond, and he was like, I'm H. James Bond. Yeah, okay. By the way, my middle name's James, okay? And I could have done, like, the whole, I'm Nick James, bitch. Like, I could have done that a whole bunch, but I didn't. Uh, He is definitely doing that on purpose. (laughs) Screw that guy, and screw his horse. Oh, man. Um Oh, goodness. H. James Bond. Let's go to the next one. Security code. Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, probably related to maximum security. Yeah. Maple Leaf Me. Oh, Maple Leaf Mel. Sorry. Maple Leaf Mel. Okay. The trainer is named Gordon. No, uh, it's uh, Englehart. Oh, okay. Lady Mine. Lady Mine. Yeah. Mm. Bantera. Whoa. Yeah, which is very close like to Pantera. Pantera. Yeah. Yes, but okay. If Bantera. This is, all right. This is Horse Boys from Hell. Dylan Davis on the mount and uh, Steve Asmussen winning his trainer in North America. I don't mean, I don't, I mean. All right. I Look, I'm here. I'm here for quasi Pantera. Okay. Um, then this is the, this one is the, the French horse in the group. Le Bon Temps. Le Bon Tom. Le Bon Tom. That's, uh, well, the first part of Let the Good Times Roll. 
Oh, okay. Very good. Le bon. Sorry, I took... I did not Laissez take... les bon temps broyer. Yeah. Ah. There you go. Now I know. Well, I just got a... Fr- hey, the listener just got a French lesson. There you go. The good times. Linda Rice. Linda Rice. Trainer. Hmm. Dude, you know she's I'm, got something in that oat bag. Yeah. Wait, uh, who is the trainer that has like the really messed up name? Uh, not a, not, I know it's not Baffert. Uh, I'm saying, but. Um, Who's the trainer with the really messed up name? The female trainer with a really messed up name. That I'm thinking of. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is, no, hold on. It was on a previous episode, and I was... What wasn't on a previous episode, I know. There was, okay, there's a trainer, there's a female trainer, and has a stage name, like most of the jockeys. Um, I mean, I'm looking. Uh, This is tough. She has a name like most of the jockeys. Yes. Like a made-up stage name, like most of the jockeys. And you know, and this is the thing. At this point, you keep telling me that these are not made-up names. And I am here to tell you they have made up these names. No one is named Jareth Loveberry. There is not (laughs) one person who is named that. Right? Are you, you're not talking about Linda Rice. No. These are just the things I'm pulling up are the most uh, successful of all time. None that, that I'm familiar with outside of, I mean, Linda Rice. Literally, nobody is named Floron Giroux. See, that's no not one true. Is na- no one is named that. No one is named Umberto. What the hell was that guy's Rispoli. name? Rispoli. No one is named Umberto Rispoli in real life. I'm telling you, it's it's true. Okay. Okay. But here's some here's some. These names. are not their birth names. Anne Duffield. No. Lydia Hislop. No. No. Susanna Gill. I mean, no. No, I don't know any of these. Ruth Carr. Gay Kellaway. Alicia Plunkett. Victoria Pendleton. Harriet Rochester. These are all normal names. You know, know what? Yeah. You know what isn't. Irad Ortiz, like, yeah. Denise Large. I mean, that's cool, but it's not that. Uh, Rebecca Curtis. Nope. No, not, you're not going to find it. I know. I'm not going to be able to. All what right, I'm going to have. I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to some previous episodes. You're going to have to go back and listen to the previous 21 episodes. That's, that's what that's I'm saying. Like, I know, but like, I remember there was some messed up name for a trainer that wasn't Bob Baffert. A female trainer. I well, okay, sorry. See now I now, say see, now it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a female trainer. It was in my experience. Orlando in, Noda. It was in my experience in life a female sounding name. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was a female. Safi Joseph. Thank you. It was Safi Joseph. Safi Joseph Jr. That is okay. So that is a man. <laughs> oh. I look, I used to work with a guy uh who named his clothing store chain 
Safi's after his mom, whose name was Safi. Okay, that's clearly a dude uh, with a top nut. So, okay. All right. Fine. Like, he looks like Jonah Hill will play him. Yeah. And like, at some point. Uh, when they talk about, when they make the uh, horse movie equivalent, the Sea Biscuit equivalent of White Abario. If they make the Sea Biscuit equivalent of Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> which I can't imagine that they haven't started yet with Bob Baffert. This is a, this is this is look at this look at this picture. This one's great right here. Okay, like, like that's ridiculous. And that dude, yes, is being played by Jenna. He looks. Exactly like he works in a comic book store. Yeah, it's Safi. I'm sorry he doesn't. I mean, he might collect comics, but he probably does. He, I mean, look at that mane. Yeah, and he, I'm talking he, about Safi, not the I horse. I know. I'm saying he collects comics and also locks of women's hair. That's what he collects. <laughs> yeah, that's the skeeviest looking person in North America. <laughs> Oh man, this has been a great episode. Episode twenty-two. I, this is. Uh, I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to think of. Uh, so, we still have one more cocktail to go. We had. Uh, I had you bring Benedictine for a reason. We have a Pendergast to go. Well, wait a second. You know what this means? What? The name of this episode is Deuce is Wild. There we go. <laughs> All right, sir. Final segment of the evening. Oh, this one's good. Do you know why this one's good? No, why? It's the Antica Carpano. Boom. Oh, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. I saved the bottle. This is the, uh, this is the Pendergast. Now, there's Aperol. No. There is not Aperol. No, there's the been a, there's been a dictine. Yes. In this, that's why. Okay, so this Ooh. one is the Pendergast. It is. It is uh, whiskey. Yeah, bullet. Yeah, I have bullet rye. Uh, I have Benedictine. I have. Simple syrup, and I have... Well, no, I don't have simple syrup. And I have uh, sweet vermouth, well, sweet vermouth, which is the Antica Carpano. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And you and, came and, across well, that in Chicago, correct? Uh, well, I came across the Antica Carpano. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I have Peixot, uh bitters in this. Yeah. Now, this, is the, this is the... Chef's kiss of the evening. It really is, actually. This is probably the best one we've had tonight. Yeah. Oh, it's got. It's got a little. It's got a just a little sweet, and then it, but it's not too sweet. That's why I said like it's got, and that's what I love about uh, the Antica Carpano is that like there's a bit of sweet, but it adds a bit of boozy to everything that uh, you're having. Right. I think most uh, most sweet vermouths are a lot of sugar water, and there's just a few that have like a sugar good, water. Uh, yeah, uh, a few of them have like a good like 
rounding of uh, herbal flavor, and this totally does. What you're basically talking about are dollars. Oh, Big 12? <laughs> Dollar signs? Yeah. You're talking about more money, better sweet vermouth. Whatever. Mo money, mo better bitters. Sugar water. Oh, give me sugar. Sugar, sugar and water. water. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about 20 years. Like the former CEO of Papa John's look like. Oh, no. Please stop. Yeah. No. We got to stop there. All right. Hard pivot. <laughs> oh, you want to see how that live bet's going? I do, actually. Yeah, yeah we ought to. Yeah. All right. Do you remember which team you bet on? Yeah, Tennessee. I'll tell you what. Uh, K-State. Oh, tonight, shit. What? Tennessee's down five with three minutes to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, down three or five minutes is uh, that's that's whatever. I will say tonight, K-State played amazingly well. I just got a uh, text from uh, one of the K-State guys. Um, it was uh, It's a clip from the... Uh, Post game, I, I I don't I don't have uh, authorization to play us on the uh, podcast, but um, it's uh, Coach Tang. Do you really honestly think anybody gives a shit about like you oh or Colts this? and cocktails? Oh yeah, I, I guarantee you they they care about it. Yeah, uh, you want to test it? So in a world of football, the Big Twelve has been trying to brand itself also as a basketball conference. Would you agree that it's a basketball CBS conference? Sports. I think we've been a basketball conference. That's, I mean, last four Duh. years we've had yeah. the number one uh, rating. And, Are we a basketball I mean, year, conference? We had the back-to-back titles. I'm sorry. This is not new. Our, like, the last Which team? Champions have been from our conference. There you go. And, uh, and nice. if it wasn't for COVID, uh, I think it would have been the last three. And, and even Boom. if you back up one, uh, Texas Tech losing in overtime, it could have been four in a row. So we've been a basketball We're the best yeah. basketball conference in the country. And the coaches in our league are Hall of Famers. Oh, he's getting kind of animated, too. To be in, even associated with any of them. Oh, I like it. Dude, I like it. If that you, was, if that was you a great time, quote right there. I, if you have time, I would love to tell you how much I love Coach Tang. Oh, yeah. Think about a guy who came into a program where he had literally one dude, yes. one oh, yes, star absolutely. player that yeah. stayed yeah. when he came in as head coach, and that dude is in the Elite Eight. Oh, yeah. Guy's money. He is, and I will say, right now, one of the top two coaches in this conference. And I say, Bill Self obviously is the best coach in this conference. Coach Tang, second best coach in this conference. Look at what he came in with and look at where he took that team. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's ridiculous. Like, that's Furman style at Gonzaga. Like, that is uh, Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart at... um, I know what you're saying. Dunk City. Yeah. Back in the day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is a guy that just takes a team. No, he's done very well. And yeah. uh, on Saturday, it looks like, I mean, you know what? We might just have to hang on the line here. Shock smart at VCU. Yes. Yeah. 
All right, let's. Uh, oh my goodness, it's fifty-seven fifty. It FAU. was in Dunk City. Dunk City was Dunk City was FGC. Yeah, it was FGC. Yeah. Two minutes, ten seconds left. FAU up on Tennessee. Damn. By seven. All right. UCLA up Go five here. on Gonzaga with uh, just the under twelve timeout. I don't ever really want UCLA to do well. And honestly, I will say the only reason that I don't want UCLA to do well. I know it's because you don't like the O'Bannon brothers. No, here's the reason. (laughs) The real reason that I don't want them to do well is because I've been to Poly Pavilion and watched a UCLA game wherein they were playing KU to two points and their entire fan base got up and left. Oh, really? Yeah. What year was that? Uh, I'm going to go, okay, so early 2000s. We played them in the... Uh, we played them in Poly Pavilion in the early early to mid-2000s. It was when... When, they went, went, when they went to back-to-back... Uh, my father-in-law took me to Poly Pavilion when it was, by the way, an actual dump. It yes. was literally one of the dumpiest places you could play basketball in North America. And their fans left. They literally left on a game that was very close with one of the highest Los Angeles. I know. And I asked my my father-in-law and he said, they have better places to be right now. And I said, that's terrible and this is why this is uh this is why this is a uh brand that is not going to grow in the ncaa anymore yeah um it's not too much unlike when i start um watching the dodger games yeah and they're they even they oh yeah the traffic on you know whatever oh it's traffic is heavy you know tonight and it's the third inning yeah. before it's packed. Well, and that well, that speaks to all of it. Uh, L.A. needs better public transport because Yankees fans and uh, Cubs and White Sox fans somehow find a way to get there on time. Well, and they stay at the end of the game. You know yeah. why? Because they have public transportation that will take them back to wherever it is that they're going. Right back where they started from. Mm, correct. Starting from the bottom, now they're at the game. <laughs> well, the only thing that we didn't touch on tonight was the uh, the Oompa Loompa song. I'm sorry? You know, the 22. Nope. Oompa Loompa 22. This is episode 22. I love the fact that, like... <laughs> I come up with these things, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is episode 22. Do we have four segments tonight? We actually had more segments than we've had for a bit. Yeah. It's been a fortnight, hasn't it? Yeah. This was a good episode. These yeah. were incredible we think We think this is a good episode. You Everybody know, else listening. Whoa. We hope. It's like when Peter and Lois. Everyone. Well, yeah. I'm we sorry. We're... The listener thought that this was a good episode. Yes. If you would like to write in, 
You may uh, email us at info at... No, I'm just kidding. No, we don't have an email address. It's nick.barkman yes. at seismicdigital.com. Oh, and can we ask you questions about artificial intelligence? You absolutely can. For All the right. one For the listener, go right ahead. This is as close as we're going to get to an official sponsorship right now, I believe. Yeah. All right, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you. Episode 22 is a wrap. In the bag. Now hold on one second. This episode is not over. We are checking the score one more time. NCAA Men's Tournament. Yeah, 50 seconds. Nine-point game. FAU beating up on Tennessee. I ain't mad at you. Damn it.